Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, let's start off with this basketball player. His name is Tyler Johnson. Uh, he plays for Louisville. Kenny Payne's his head coach. Um, he talked about Tyler Johnson. This, so Tyler Johnson almost didn't play because he didn't have his tights. He has a special pair of tights he likes. And the team was like, well, we don't provide you with tights. So what do you want us to do about it? Well, coach, I don't know if I can play because I don't, I don't have them. And I need them to play. You can't play basketball without tights. So here's what his coach had to say. And I want to know if you feel like this is okay to say this after a game. I probably shouldn't tell you this. We didn't have his tights that Tyler Johnson wanted. So he didn't know if he wanted to play. Oh, yeah, you heard it. We didn't have the tights that he wanted that we've never had for him. And he decided, I don't feel like I can go. That's what young people do. Asked if he changed his mind at halftime, Payne said. I don't even know, but he figured it out in the second half. He accepted the fact we didn't have the tights that we've never had for him, by the way. And he played and he played well. Asked about the tights one more time. Payton said he spoke to Johnson at halftime. I cannot say exactly what transpired, but his mind got changed. So he played in the second half, had a great game. Now, <laughs> how do you feel about that? I have had players that have things that they like to have. I get it. There, did you have superstitions when you played? Yeah. So I was in high school. I would like Dan Marley used to flip his socks inside out. I'd flip my socks inside out when I played. Sounds stupid, right? I did it because I liked the player and he did it. But it, it's not like if I had my shoes on, I'm going to take them off to just go make sure my socks were flipped inside out. Or like I would wear rubber bands on my wrist when we were allowed to. And I would snap them when I had a turnover. I'd get mad at myself and I'd snap it. Um, I, had, um, I had a Joe Montana jersey underneath mine. Now, if I left at home, I still would have played. I wouldn't even consider not playing. That's my point, man. Like it's a, it's more of a comfort thing than it is a necessity. But what did the coach say about this? This what did he say? This generation, what he said? I don't. Oh, hold on, let me find it again. Um, I don't even know, but he figured out in the second half. We have blah 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 blah. Where was it at? Uh, where am I? I'm, I can't because even... because there are people home right now. Oh, that's what it is. I don't feel like I can go. That's what young people do. Okay. Okay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. There are parents right now who are listening to you, mostly moms, who are listening to you right now saying, well, I don't see what the problem is. They don't. They support this type of behavior. That's why this type of behavior goes on. Trust me. Mm. Trust me. Because you know the problem because, with the coach speaking up about it post-game? Because is that something that should stay in-house? Nope. I don't either. I got a problem at all. I got a problem at all. I mean, if you said it, you said it. Yep. Like, if you weren't going to I didn't play, make it up. People are asking me about it, so I have to answer the question. He wasn't playing initially, right? He didn't play the first half? I got to, uh, let me see what his numbers I were. I think he didn't play in the first half, what it sounds like. He said at halftime he changed his mind. He said at halftime he figured it out. Okay. So, if he played the whole game and it wasn't an issue, then I have a problem with the coach speaking up. But if he didn't play in the first half and the coach has to answer the question of why didn't he play, then is the coach's right at that point to speak up on why he didn't play. Yeah. If you played it, no, we're going to have to talk about it. 
But you're not playing? Now we're going to talk about it. Yes. So, uh, where's he at? Tyler Clark. Yeah, I mean, he, well, no, he played. Is, is that no? That's Sky Clark. Um, yeah, I don't see it. Anyway, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. But it's just one of those things where you're looking at it, going like, "What the hell is that about?" My tights. My tights. All right, let's get to this story. Uh, a police are searching for a woman who stole a truck with ten thousand Krispy Kreme donuts in it. <laughs> like, who does this? Who thinks about going up and stealing a a donut truck? Like, what did you expect to be in there besides donuts? Man, you ever had those Krispy Kreme when warm they come donuts? Out warm? Oh my gosh, dude! Wasn't that I might steal me a Krispy Kreme warm donut truck right now? What happened to that? Because that was like you remember, like for because coaching like sports, youth sports, right? Mm-hmm. When we first started coaching, like, did you pick up the Krispy Kremes? Are they warm? Which kind? You, you know, like everybody wanted them. We had one right there in Perry Hall. Really? Yeah, they were they were all over the place for a while there. I don't remember. And I, then they I were don't gone. remember them being down down south. You know, see, and again, so there there is one out in Bowie now. I think it's Bowie or Crofton, like that area. Um, I'm not sure where other ones There's, are. There's uh, one in Pikesville. Is there? Okay. Yeah. But like across the street from the Wegmans. Yeah. In Pikesville? It's not Pikesville. That's the wrong way. Uh, Owings Mills. I don't know why I said Pikesville. They're all close. I didn't know that. I got one down there. Do they do warm donuts? Uh, that's what the sign says. Sign sealed, delivered, baby. I'm. Yours. I don't like donuts, but if you give me a warm one, you might tip me. But why, like, did she have somewhere to go and she just needed to steal a car? But why the donut truck? Like, that's going to be one of the easiest things to spot, right? A yeah. Krispy Kreme donut truck? It's like stealing a Wienermobile. Yeah. Uh, okay. A Wienermobile. I saw it was parked, uh, where? At your house. It was, it was parked out back. Yeah, my house. All right, let's get to this story. Man buried alive. This is some scary stuff. The guy's fighting for his life. Uh, he was buried alive on the beach, witnesses say. It was pretty gnarly. The, he fell into a five-foot hole and was buried alive in sand on Breeby Island. Bribe Island. Mm-hmm. He's been identified as Josh Taylor. Queensland paramedics. Mm-hmm. We're in Australia. Australia. Queensland paramedics uh, and the Life Flight Rescue Helicopters Zombie crew down. were called to the <laughs> to 25-year-old man. Fell in a hole and was buried in sand. Uh, Nathan, a witness of the incident who helped dig Taylor out, told 7 News that the hole had been dug to cook a pig in. He stood up off the chair. The sand had given away a little bit underneath him, and then he stumbled back in, and then the sand piled over him. Um, that's one of those things, too, like where you've seen uh, stories of what avalanches with uh, people getting buried alive in snow. I think there's actually a documentary on Netflix about, uh, was it Lake Tahoe or somewhere where that happened? There was an avalanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about, you know, just horrible like, there, I know people that are like, I want to be cremated because I don't want any chance that I do wake up and I'm alive and I'm buried alive. It, it, it is a scary, scary thing. And then we have that great scene from uh, Kill Bill 2 where if you learn the one-finger punch, you can get out of any coffin. I mean, let's be honest. And you yeah. just crawl your way to the top no. and kill all your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You said that that would – like, is that worse ways to die? Yes, that's one of them. Because that's like, one of them. But, but the, the sad part is, like, we don't know what – like. I think drowning would be terrible, but I would also think a fire he, would be worse. He just admitted he can't swim. Joe, he just admitted he can't swim. No, that's not what I admitted. My legs got tired. <laughs> but being buried alive, like the sand thing, like people think, oh, why don't they just climb? Like the weight of it is way too much, right? And you can't move. So it's just a horrific story. Um, they're hoping that he pulls through, but. Uh, he's gravely ill right now. He said it was he, he was deep in that hole. You could not see him. So even a five-foot f- pit where people are trying to dig him out, 
he's still stuck under there for a lengthy period of time. Yeah. It's crazy, man. That's your world of stupid. That is the scary, scary way to go. Mm. You missed a lot of what's in my butt last week. I didn't miss any of it. A lot of it. I didn't miss anything that was in your butt last week. We good. We good. Who is the most impressive up-and-coming team in the NFL right now? We'll talk about that at 8.30. But on the other side, did Florida State get screwed? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Mm -hmm. Show on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Florida State, they're going to a bowl game, not the military bowl, but some of our listeners could go, Jeremy. Yeah, two tickets to see the 2023 military bowl happen on December 27th at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, courtesy of AAA. Go to AAA.com slash military for a list of special member benefits, including discounts on travel and merchandise. AAA, proud to serve those who have served. 410-583-1057, caller number five. There you go. Caller number five. Go to the military bowl. And and can I say this? We're not doing it now. Next hour, we will be giving out Jason Aldean tickets. Give me a Jason Aldean song. I don't know. Dirt Road. Is that him? That's him, right? He does the Dirt Road song. I think that's him. I've heard his name before, Jason Aldean. I think you're thinking of the Eric Church song. Shut up, Joe. Is he a big deal? Jason <laughs> Aldean is a big, big deal. They're not yeah. the same guy, Eric Church and Jason. Hey, have you ever no. seen them in the same room? Yeah. At the same if time. If you saw the way these two men look, they are radically different yeah, looking. Yeah, they look very different. Okay. Country white guys. Jason Aldean, was, uh, his concert was the Vegas shooting, right? Yeah, he, I think he was the one that was on stage. It was a festival, but. Okay, but he was the one on stage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, here, let me get some Jason Aldean songs. Try that in a small town. Remember when he wrote that one? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I had to say it like that. <laughs> oh, boy. Songs. <laughs> Try that in a small town. Jason, you're not from a small town. What What's are you wrong? talking about? What's he wrong? Uh, actually, Jeremy, you were right. I, I was wrong. What, Dirt Road? Dirt Road Anthem is what you were thinking of. Yes. I was wrong. Dirt Road Anthem, She's Country. Come on, you two big country music fans. You don't know this off the top of your head? I I love country music, but there's certain guys that I I'm not a country music fan. I saw Old Dominion and Chase Rice this week, and Chase Rice played at North Carolina. 
uh, got uh, had a career-ending injury and became uh, a country uh, a country artist where he's writing songs for. Other I people. just profiled Joe correctly. What? Because I knew he didn't like country music. I just looked at him. Let's you just look, think all me, white people like country a, music? Let me, I just said Joe doesn't. He's white. I didn't think he likes country music. Okay. I just looked at him. I like. I talked to him every day, and just by the profile, I'm thinking, nah, he doesn't like country music. He likes fish. Mm-hmm. In, in hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Florida State, did they get screwed, Jeremy Gone? Sure. But, I mean, it's a you problem at this point, and I feel bad for you. But, like, the fans are the ones that want to see a good game. It's not going to be a good game, guys. It's not. You're not talking about facing Louisville. The or game there is, is not going to be a good game. So, the game against Georgia is not going to be a good game. Probably not. They got screwed. By Jordan Travis's injury. Let me ask That's you, what they got screwed by. Let me ask the you. The selection committee did not screw them. Who got screwed more? Florida State. Now, they beat LSU earlier this year, right? That was a signature win. LSU ended up being right. pretty good. Um, not, I don't think, like, great. Like, not great at all. But, you know, that was a signature win for them. They, came, they had the, the goofy game against Clemson. They came back. The, the fact of the matter is they're undefeated in a Power 5 con- conference, and that's everyone's argument. But they did lose the most important person on their team. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, like I feel worse for Georgia, who was number one the entire year, yes. and then went to an, a championship game and had one loss against one of the other teams that's in the Final Four. And that was 27-24. It wasn't a blowout. That was a game the entire game. I think what the biggest lead was by 10. Was yeah. it 17-7 was the biggest lead. And that may have been a halftime lead. it was 27-17, wasn't it? Or no? Did Georgia score a late touchdown? No, I'm just saying what well, that was. The, yeah. the, uh, the 10, 10 point 10 was, was the, the biggest, biggest lead. lead. And, and, you know, you talk about a game that finished up 27-24, and 24, a very competitive game. Georgia had not lost a game in two years. What did they get for that? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, like yeah. not, not all schedules are created equally. Because if you guys want to fight, you talked about Liberty, great season. Put Liberty in. They're undefeated. Like, no. The records, we have to look at who's playing who. Like, people think Michigan played nobody this year. I think Michigan played absolutely okay. nobody. So, like, all records aren't created equal, but they beat Ohio State. They won in a Power Five with other ranked, like, a bunch of ranked teams. Penn State was ranked in the top ten most of the year until they faced Ohio State and Michigan. Um, they pounded Iowa, who I think sucks. I mean, they zero point. But, you know, you, you look at those games and you go, I, I, I get it, though. I, I, f- I think they belong in Michigan. I'd be a fool to say they did. I just don't think they're the number one team. Yeah. I think Washington is more the number one team than Michigan, but because Michigan's in the Big Ten, they're going to be number one. That's just how it is. More Big Ten over Pac-12. That's what that is. Oh, so I was saying earlier, this is what um, – here's what would have happened. You'll love this. As far, If they had a 12-team playoff, uh-huh. Hold on, Li- Liberty would play Florida State. Wait a minute. Liberty versus FSU. I'm writing this down. The winner of that would face Bama, who gets a bye. Okay, Bama. Missouri would face Oregon. Winner of that – would face Michigan, who gets a bye. Mizzou versus Oregon, and you said Michigan? Yep. Michigan. How about Ole Miss-Georgia? Wouldn't you like to see that? Ole Miss-Georgia. Winner would play Texas. Georgia. And then we would get Penn State, Ohio State, and then the winner would play Washington. How freaking cool would that be right now to see that? And I know we're going to have it in the future, but like this was the perfect year, and we hope we have a season like that. You need me to repeat any? No, I got it. I'm going to give you the winners. I'm going to give you the winners right now. Because we can't argue it. It wins right now. All right. <laughs> Even without the quarterback, I think FSU beats Liberty. Okay. All but right. Liberty, but they're both undefeated. One yeah. of them can't lose. I know. Um, Mizzou, Oregon would beat Mizzou. Okay. Uh, Georgia would probably beat Ole Miss. Ohio, Ohio State over Penn State? And because Penn State can't beat anybody that's ranked high, Ohio <laughs> State would beat them. 
Okay. So then what are your matchups now? My matchups now, I'm going to have Bama. Skull drag FSU. Versus. FSU. Oregon. Oh, Bama versus Oregon. Okay. Over Michigan. I like uh-huh. that. I'm going to have. You like Texas or Georgia? Georgia. Okay. Over. Or facing what I think I think Washington beats Ohio State. Okay. So so my final four is This is what I find interesting. Bama versus Oregon. Georgia versus Washington. My national championship is Bama. Bama versus Washington. Bama winning it all. See. I I was telling you, who are you pulling for in the final four? Bama. I'm pulling for Texas. I'd like to see them do it. I like that team. I think they have the best defense in the country. Um, they're they're great at stopping the run. It's weird, too. When you look at the Final Four, if you want to compare all these teams, Washington by far has the weakest defense of the group uh, because I think the other three defenses are the best defenses in the country. But I'm contractually obligated to pull for all teams SEC, but because I'm a South Carolina Gamecock fan, I'm also contractually obligated never to pull for Georgia. Okay. That's just how it is. In 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 non-conference matchups, I'm contractually obligated to pull for all SEC teams except for Georgia. Mm. That's just how it works. For but me. to the people out there, there were six teams for four spots. Two teams got screwed, and you can. But somebody said, "How would you like?" To, I think it was Big Cat from Barstool said, "Florida State, you got what you wanted. You knew you get smoke in the first round of the playoff. Now you get the bitch for the rest of your life that your team got screwed when you went undefeated, like Auburn did, and like Utah and all these other teams." So what? What does Florida State do when Georgia, who's not in the playoffs, beats them by twenty? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do then, huh? Let's go to James in Tampa. What's up, James? Gentlemen, I'll be honest with you. I am a little bit of a loss for words. Uh-huh. So I don't understand how it is that we can decide a score without playing the game. And I'll preface this with this. My wife is a graduate of FSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Baltimore, so I'm uh, by marriage involved with this. But <laughs> I cannot believe that we've decided that we're going to tell the outcome of the game before it's played. They went in with a third-string quarterback against Louisville and won. The defense is better than a lot of other teams, so I think it's absolutely absurd that a 13-0 team that beat Louis or LSU when they were number five in the country week one. Okay, so there's so your that's top five. James, that's your top ten win. James, James, you all, you all are arguing the Who wrong number thing. Number five in the country, week LSU, one. LSU. Oh, I thought he said you, Louisville. You, you all, you all are arguing the wrong thing. The committee is not saying they're playing the winner before it happens. They're saying this is a different team, and no one wants to see this. Yeah. They're being they're being transparent. You, they'll tell you, hey man, nobody wants to see this, but it's not fair because of the schedule. No, 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 no. We're not making that argument. The argument is no one wants to see Michigan, Florida State right now. No one does. No one wants to see that. That's what it is. Here's a here's a here's a here's a a brand who has the balls to protect their brand and saying no one wants to see that right now. Jeremy, you want to see that right now? No, I don't. I don't want to see that right now. Joe, do you want to see that right now? Nobody wants to see that right now. And we're not telling you that Florida State fans have a bad argument, but it, it like this is what we said, and again, I think it's very comparable when we talk about what running backs get paid in the league. It sucks, but it is what it is. It is like you you lost your quarterback. You barely beat a Louisville team in the in a championship game. It was an ugly game. It was a boring game to watch. FSU's defense is, is outrageously good. They've got one of the f- most fun wide receivers to watch in the entire country. The guys have more spectacular catches than probably anybody. 
So they have a they have a really good team, but if mm. you're missing the quarterback, what's the point here? Mm. They're supposed to put the put the four best teams as they're constituted right now. Right now, right now. Hey, could there be a trap game coming out of a bar? We'll talk about that at eight forty five. But on the other side, who's the most impressive up and coming team in the National Football League right now? Jeremy Conn, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Third and goal from the eight. Wilson in the gun. One back. P. Ryan. Wilson gets the snap. Wilson chased. Wilson escapes the sack. Throws left side of the end zone. Yes! It's intercepted. The Texans have it. Jimmy Ward. Houston's going to win. Nine seconds to go. That's courtesy of the Texans radio network. By the way, I was listening to part of their game on the way home. This is still one of the. Oh, yeah. Best hip-hop beats around, man. <laughs> their color guy on their announce team, they were – so Denver was down six, right, or five? Was it five? I think it was five, yeah, because they would have went for two if they scored. Um, so they were down five in the, at the two-minute warning, and they have three timeouts, and the guy goes, hey, would you kick the field goal here? It's an option for – I'm like, what are you talking about? It was fourth and inches. Why would you kick a field goal there yeah. when it's fourth and inches? And And – Hope what? Then you then you kick the ball off and hope that you stop C.J. Stroud and you know get all your timeouts and get the ball back so you can go down the field and kick another field goal. I mean, look, it is a strategy if you wanted to take that point, but that's a lot, especially how the ball was moving in the second half. Those teams were moving up and down the field at each other, but it, it was a fun game. And you're right about Houston because I'll give to you me, that's my up and coming. By the way, Joe, I didn't even tell Joe who my team was. I guess he knows about what I've been saying for the last month. That's my most impressive up and coming team in the NFL right now. And like I think you're right, uh, and I don't have an issue with that. And I, you know, it's something where when you watch Houston, you have to look at it. I'll give you another one, um, and hear me out on it. I think it's the Colts. Uh, I think they they found a good head coach in Steichen, um, and I'm interested to see Anthony Richardson when he comes back healthy with this team. They're going to have well, probably some some decent draft picks here that they can work with. 
And I feel like they they have something they're building there. Michael Pittman's turned into a pretty good receiver. Yes, yes he has. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor now getting him back in the fold, although he's hurt now. I just think next year could be a year where that division actually, as bad as it's been, becomes fun. I was just about to say that, man, because if you're right, if you're right, we know what Jacksonville is. Uh, if Indy could be good, I think Houston's up and coming. And I think, actually, I think the Titans have a quarterback, Jeremy. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the division, but he's a good quarterback. Will Levis. I think he's a good quarterback, man. I think you got four. Think about this. The most experienced quarterback in that division next year is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was in his, what, fourth or fifth year? Fourth uh, year? This would be fourth, I believe, right? Yeah, next year will be four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that's that, that could be a good division moving forward. Yeah, you know, and, and again, we see this turn before. I remember when the uh, NFC West used to be – the worst division in football, and then it turned into a juggernaut, and then it was back like, oh, we got one team, two teams. Um, you, you, you see that quite a bit, but like, I think the league gets to change a lot when we see a division that's been ridiculously bad, mm-hmm. talking like all the teams finishing at 500 or below, and then all of a sudden some of those teams start to figure it out or find their quarterback, which is obviously a key in this league. 410-583-1057, that's the number one to hear from you. The most impressive up-and-coming team Today in the National Football League, you say Indy. Joe, you got one impressive up and coming team. I'll go with the uh, Texans also. Yeah, that's a cop out. You got to pick a different team. Um, hmm. They've got the best quarterbacks of the up and coming teams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. Is there, those are the only two that truly stand out. Yeah. I mean, and again, I don't know how much the Colts stand out to people, but I think, I, I think, think they you're have right. some pieces. No, there. I think you're right on that. Um, their defense is a little underrated. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, like, I think that's a team, but I think that division is going to be interesting. I'm just waiting for when do we see the NFC South turn? Because you can't pick one of those teams. They're all bad. I give you one that you may want to start circling for what they've been doing lately with a young quarterback. Who? Green Bay Packers. Okay. Green Bay Packers may be they're 6-6 six and six right now. That you at any point think that they would be 512 games in? Hell no. They, and they, they look so bad at the beginning of the year. And they are. So bad. I think that's a team that you might want to start talking about um, because Jordan Love is – folks, Jordan Love is the business. I, I like this guy. Do you? Yes, I do. I told, I told you guys that. I, I, I like Jordan Love, man. I think I – think, But do you love Jordan Love? I love Jordan Love. I think he's a guy who really needed some time. I think he has the perfect coach to allow him to grow. Let me go back to uh, – what is this? Did you? By the way, did you like Anthony Richardson when he was playing earlier in the year? Did you see something in him? I like him because I wonder if we got he's a full grow a season. Bit. Well, he also has some of the. Here's where we. He's the type of guy when people talk about running quarterbacks and getting hurt mm-hmm. because he does take a lot of contact. He's a big physical guy, uh, but he's his arm strength's off the charts. I just need to see more of him. You know, being that guy. I, I liked what I saw early on from him before he got injured. Jordan Love the last five weeks has eleven touchdown passes. Two interceptions. He's had completion percentages of 77, 67, 68, 69. He's had passer ratings of 115.5, 108.5, 125.5, That's the last five weeks, Jeremy. Yeah. That's the past five weeks. His worst game in the last five weeks was Pittsburgh. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions. That was his worst game. His, his numbers – 228, 289, 322, 268, 267. 
This kid has had at least three touchdown passes each of the last two games. It's probably another good one that's off the radar we're not thinking of. You realize he's only had one game all year where he didn't have a touchdown pass. Yeah, one. I probably bet on him that game. One. And that was horrible. That was against Vegas. He had three interceptions when everybody was ready to write him off. Now on the year, he has 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a passer rating of 90. Can they get the playoffs? Can he go to the playoffs? Uh, why not? Yeah, I think they can go They're to the playoffs. They're 6-6, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, how much do you believe in them? Going to the playoffs or winning in the playoffs? No, no, I'm saying going. How many teams go? Seven, right? Seven. They're number seven right now. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, they're, they're fighting against the Rams, the Seahawks. They're all 6-6. Six and six. Well, Vikings are 6-6 six and six as well. Rams have, a, I think, an easier schedule down the stretch except for this Ravens game. After they get past it, it's four games that they'll be favored in. Okay, you asked me do I believe in them. The Vikings, the Packers, the Rams, and the Seahawks are all 6-6. Six and six. I don't believe in any of them. But I believe they could go to the playoffs, the, the Packers. Okay. The Packers schedule, I don't even know. You said this, did you say something about somebody's schedule just now? Yeah, the Rams. So the Rams, uh, after they play the Ravens, the Rams would be favored in their last four games. They have a week schedule coming up. Here's the Packers schedule. You ready? Yep. Giants, Ugh. Buccaneers, Ugh. Panthers, oh. Vikings. That's good because they're both 66 now, and they close out the season with the Bears <laughs> at home. So what were you talking about, favorable schedule? Yeah. <laughs> right, let me, I was reading about the – I was watching the Rams game yesterday, and uh, and obviously they were playing the Ravens this week, and they were talking about it on their broadcast, and they brought up – so here's the Rams. <laughs> Here's the Rams, okay? Commanders mm. after the Ravens, Saints, but they get them at home, Giants, and then they get the 49ers the last week of the year, but that game might not mean anything to them, you know? Yeah. So that's uh, that's why they said they think they'd be favored in that last game because of if the 49ers locked up stuff. But I, that's one that I think they should rethink that because you're, you're assuming that we won't have teams t- – like, what happens if the Eagles lose to the Cowboys? Then we have a log jam up top, right, yep. with all these teams. You want so. that number one seed. Yeah. Uh, we'll look uh, t- talk to Jerry Palm about what's going on in the college football playoffs at 9 o'clock. But on the other side, any worry about the Ravens looking ahead on the schedule and looking past the Rams? Trap game out of a bye? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Harmony we give you our harmony. we give you our week thirteen MVPs at nine fifteen. Jerry Palm joins us at nine o'clock to try to sort out this uh, this mess caused by the college football playoff committee. I think they got it right. Many of you do not be- agree with that assessment, and that's fine. Any worry, Jeremy? We talked about the Ravens' schedule moving forward. Okay, 
Uh, and it's a bear. It's a, it's a bear of schedule right now. They're the number two seed in the AFC. They have the Rams right now eh, on a cusp of playoff team. Jags, a playoff team. 49ers, playoff team. Dolphins, playoff team. Steelers want to be a playoff I think the Steelers are right now a playoff team. The season where they're in that. Uh, right. Even with their loss yesterday? Right. I believe they are. And they have an easy schedule, too. Steelers are there. They're right now five seed. But I guess it really, like you so, pointed out, when you say easy schedule, though, it's like they lost to Arizona. Yeah. Kansas City lost to Green Bay. What's easy anymore? You know. So do you feel like even coming out of a bye week, it's possible that the Rams could be a trap game? I don't think so because you get the game at home. The Ravens historically have been one of the better teams off of the bye week. Um, I feel like they do a really good job of how they handle the players and also preparation. Uh, they're seven and a half point favorites. So I think they really have to lay an egg. And honestly, I'm not concerned about the Rams defense. The interior, their defensive line is very good. Um, I think they can be had in the passing game. Could be a big Zay Flowers game. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried about them coming off the bye week. I think the Rams are an okay team. That's They've been beating up on some bad teams here recently. And I, I just think the Ravens should handle them at home. So I'm not I, like there might be some other people that gives them pause after seeing some upsets this weekend, but it, not for me in this situation. I, the only concern I would have is if you're talking about a look ahead, but coming out of the bye, why would you have that knowing what you have? Because like right now, if the Ravens went out. They're the one seed. That's it. Yeah. You, you control your own destiny. It's what you ask for. It's a tall task because you put you play three really good teams after this week. Yeah, uh, you, you do. And, and, and I guess for me, Jeremy, it, it just got the Rams coming up. And the excitement of the teams like the 49ers uh, and other teams like that, that's a fear of mine. I don't want them to overlook playing against this Los Angeles Ram team, who's a very good football team. So they have um, um, 49ers on Christmas, two weeks after the Rams. So it could be ugly. It, yeah. it could. It could get a little, little, little ugly for them. But you got them traveling all the way from the West Coast to play – a one o'clock game, which is always tough on those teams. And it's something that I know people go, oh, my God, okay, they had to travel. It's different. The body clock, it changes. This is like playing a 10 a.m. game for them. So I, I think there is a difficulty there. And then with the Ravens coming off their bye week, this should be, you know, I've, I've been using uh, Bob Haney's line, the MC Hammer puffy pants. I think this should be one where you just put these boys away early. Early? Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Now, again, it's football. Goofy things happen. Turnovers and whatnot. But – um, that's how I feel about when they're playing the Rams. And by the way, Cowboys uh, three and a half point favorites over the Eagles this weekend in the other marquee matchup. Jaguars, 49ers, Dolphins. What game scares you the most? Niners. Uh, the unexpected happening. Uh, unexpected would be Jacksonville. For some reason, they they have those hiccups again when they play them. Like it's just it's weird watching them against Jacksonville. And in San Fran, I mean that's I think they're the best team in football. I think the Ravens can beat them. You know, John Harbaugh would have to, you know, in his first, what if they got to the Super Bowl and played each other? So as I saw someone wrote, John Harbaugh would have to beat his, he beat his brother the first time. Now he'd have to be, uh, beat his son. Everybody says that uh, the, the quarterback for the for Brock Purdy looks just like John Harbaugh, <laughs> his illegitimate son. I, for me, um, and you know, the work, you'd be off Christmas and then have to come to work that next day. All day Christmas, all night football. That's going to be a rough Tuesday. But, this is why I'm not afraid of the Jaguars or the 49ers. I'm not afraid of either one of those games. I'm not saying they'll win those games, but I'm not afraid of the unexpected happening because of this. Lamar Jackson 
in primetime is laser-focused. His primetime games, he not always wins, but when is he giving you a dud in primetime? The other part of this is his record against the NFC, whether you want to buy into it or not. It is what it is. He's lost one game. And he's got two NFC teams remaining. But Lamar Jackson in primetime, man, it's just something about him in primetime where he's laser-focused. And if you're going to have the Jaguars, and I agree with you, strange things happen when they play Jacksonville, and you're going to have the 49ers, both of those games on the road, those are the two games that you've got to have primetime. Because those are the two games that for Lamar Jackson, they need to be primetime. I agree. Uh, those, and, and you're going to have a bunch of primetime games coming up, man. That's that's the fun part of it. Like, if you're a fan, you talked about how you enjoyed your you know Sunday or whatever watching mm-hmm. these games. I forgot about the Christmas Day stuff and how crazy that's going to be because I'm in, I've talked about this before. My favorite thing is the NBA on Christmas Day, watching it all the way through and having a good time with it. But this is one now where you get to see the Ravens on primetime quite a bit. They're flexing games. Then you had the Monday night game get flexed already. Um, and then, you know, stylistically, matchups. Is there any matchup that concerns you of what the 49ers bring to the table? I think you should always be concerned about that. Uh, their scheme is so good. I watched Brock Purdy in yesterday's game. Does the fake handoff, steps back, throws the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Nobody's near him. These little screen passes that are set up beautifully. It's just, it's a tough team to face. And uh, the other teams, like when you think of Miami, Miami brings speed for days, man. But I think they they make mistakes. They haven't beat a good team this year. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Uh, looking at this Raven schedule down the road. This is, uh, this is a fun time to be a Raven fan because you've, you're fighting for that number one seed in the NFC. You have an AFC. You have a legitimate chance uh, to get that. And I think, you know, we haven't talked about the Dolphins yet, largely because that's so far down the road. But, Jeremy, I, I think there are some winnable games on this schedule, some challenges in the Jacksonville Jaguars and the, and the 49ers and the Dolphins. But I think there's some very winnable games on the schedule that will prove you to be worthy of that number one seed. Chris in Baltimore. What's up, Chris? Hey, good, hey, good morning, guys. Good um, morning. To be honest with you, the, the uh, Dolphins and Jaguars, I'm really looking forward because those are revenge games from last year when they was up and they lost. They came from behind. The Dolphins came from behind. The Jaguars came from behind. The only game out of those last ones, and I know y'all didn't bring them up, that scares me the most is the Steelers. Really? Because at, at, at what point in time would the Ravens really have to play for if they've already locked up the AFC North as well as a decent playoff spot? Well, a decent playoff spot at the number one seed. What are we saying, Chris? Yeah. If they if they don't have the number one seed, then they're gonna play, they're gonna fight for the number one seed. They want the number one seed. If they've already locked it up, then why does it scare you? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. I seriously don't. If the, if you have something to fight for then you're going out there and you're lining up. If you've locked everything, if you have no chance of getting the number one seed and you won North, then the game doesn't scare me because I know what I'm going to expect. Yeah, that's a bye week for me. I'm yeah. setting up my bye for the next game. Yeah. I'm doing that every time, guys. Like the, the fact that people bring this up, like are you going to come into the playoffs flat? It's, it's results-driven. That's all everything is. Everybody says it after. How many times have teams done it and come out and dominated? Like I can go back and pick those out and we can match them all up if you want. So I, I'm taking if if everything's locked up or you can't gain anything, then week 17 means nothing to me or week 18. Yeah, technically. 
410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. Week 13, MVPs at 915, but on the other side, Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com, joins us to kind of make some sense of all the madness with the NCAA college football playoffs on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.